what's it like being an African immigrant? What's it like, like actually? I'm Abimisola. And I'm Malik. And welcome to Jaguar Diaries, a podcast documenting the stories of African immigrants in the diaspora. And on this first episode, we started with none other than ourselves. We yep. talked about our experience, personal mishaps, and lessons learned. Don't forget to subscribe to where you're listening right now. And make sure you follow us on social media, on the TikToks and the Instagrams at jaqua.diaries. Enjoy, guys. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is Malik and Abim coming to you with Japa Diaries. You understand? Abim, tell them what tell them what Japa Diaries is about. Let them know, let them know. So Japa Diaries is an idea that started like two years ago. I literally had a shower and I came out and I was like, hmm, Eli, say this experience that I've had, you know, like as an African immigrant moving to the US, the identity crisis, the wondering where I fit in, the, you know, just the entire thing of trying to, you know, figure out a new life. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that my experience is not in a vacuum, right? There has to be other people Mm -hmm. like me who did the same thing, who had similar experiences. And I just kind of had the thought, like, you know, this is is the podcast. Because I've been wanting to do a podcast, and I just thought about it. I was like, yeah, this is the idea. So Jackpot Diaries is a collection of stories from African immigrants in the diaspora, just, you know, sharing our real, transparent, vulnerable truths about what it really means to leave your home country in Africa and start a new life. Um, yeah. And yeah. I thought, you know... So we're going to get into a whole a whole bunch of stories, you know, different, you know, parts of the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Then we're going to talk to some people about their experiences. We're going to talk to other Africans, not just Nigerians, you know, just yes. to get like a... Yes. If, a Pan-African view yeah, of the yeah. full Jackpot experience. Yeah, but I wouldn't say we're the only ones. Like, okay, so I was in, I was in Cancun a couple of weeks ago, and literally Mado. on the on the we did one of those you know zip lines, you know, titles, and I met these um three people from Cameroon, and this is mean of Pan-Africanism to me. We literally met each other. We said, eh, okay, Yamadebo, no problem. We went out together that night. Good vibes, had a great time. Oh, and I was wow. like, yeah, this is. This is Pan-Africanism. <laughs> this is what it's supposed to look like. Just like, just because like I, I know you. We, might even, we were not staying in the same hotel, Malik. Like, we met on the bus. And I was telling her about the podcast because I wanted to get, like, kind of her POV. We were designing the, you know, show arts, right? So I wanted to, like, you know, find out Okay, put me that, put me in that bus. How, how are they and uh, where, where in the U.S. are they? They are not actually in the US, they're in Canada. They're in Canada. Oh, and okay, okay. Yeah. Um two of them, I think one of them is in Toronto, other two are like Toronto? in Ontario, that province, can you go, can you go? I don't know their geography are big. But like mm-hmm. yeah, we just I know there. Vancouver West, I know Toronto East. That's, that's like that one. I don't know anything no. <laughs> I just know this people in Canada and I know that Canada is bigger than we typically think. So yeah. nobody is actually as close to each other as you might think. But yeah, um, before we get into guests and all that other stuff, I figured like the best way to probably start this is to share our own stories, our own experiences, right? Mm, mm, mm. Let's not be as if we didn't we didn't say our own. Exactly. Our yeah, yeah, and then we're holding back. Um, so yeah, we decided, you know what? Well, let's just air our tea today, and yeah, let's do that. May I have questions for you, right. Malik? I hope you're ready. Uh, let's go. I'm ready to answer. But I feel like it, this will be good because we kind of 
we're able to watch each other's Jaguar experience, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're so close to it while it was happening. Ish. 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 Because so, I will say, yeah. I don't know a lot about your early Jaguar experience, right? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. let's okay, be let's... honest, <laughs> we weren't really like friends until like years into me being in the US. For context, Malika and I are siblings, okay? I was just about to say, we should give them, we should give them, we give them backstory. backstory, yeah. Like we're siblings. And I am, I am the older sibling, so I was the guinea pig a little bit. Yeah. For this Jackpot experience. Yeah. But yeah, we, we didn't get close until about maybe... My senior year-ish. No, mm. Abba. I would say... was for that. Once you freed, uh, once that school that you used Mary. to go to in Virginia, exactly. So I feel like yeah. as you were leaving William and Mary, we kind of really like, you know, found that footing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ain't that nice? I know, right? Anyways. I think it was just like, okay, okay, let's get to it. Let, no, let's it's just a, it's we'll okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So I, I'll talk to me about, um, when do you think it first came up for us that like, we're going to America? Again, I felt like it was pretty early mm-hmm. because I feel like your parents would just be like, oh, so this is how you're going to embarrass me when you go to America. Yeah. Or, so this is how you'll be doing in America. Oh, how old? How old? Are you, yeah, it's just two. Wow. Yeah, so early, early. Me, as yeah. soon as I knew university was, I knew, once I understood the concept of university, I was like, oh, okay, it's in America. Like, there was no other concept to me. And I think that's because, like, I was born in the U.S., right? So I have citizenship. It was it was an easy path. Because I think the, the the general consensus with, like, Africans not going, or people really not um, migrating to the U.S. is that their immigration can be teenage, right? So, yeah, yeah like, we had, that, we had that luck and privilege yeah. to be able to do that, yeah. Yeah, so, but when did you know that? you are always going to go to the US because you've been American your whole life. So do you, your whole life, did you know No, oh, that's what America I'm saying. For, exactly. Once I understood the concept of what university was. Okay, so when was that? When I cannot was, tell when you was the that? age. I cannot <laughs> tell you the age of that. But I knew I knew that once once the reality of America was becoming more real for you, I knew that I was going to be up next. Okay. Yeah. So I, I feel like for that. me too... For me, too, there was a time where, like, I wanted to go to, I wanted to finish the rest of um, high school or secondary school in the UK. I feel like we had some really? friends. Yeah, yeah, we had some friends who went to, like, the UK and, like, oh, finished yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, dad, I want to do that to you guys. I said, don't even that be looking at that idea. <laughs> don't even be looking at Forget going abroad for secondary school. Even that That's England, just remove it from your mind. Mm-hmm. Remove it from your from your entire destiny. But well, you know, I you found know. out I found that your parents were considering moving much earlier, like when you were in year nine earlier. Really? Yes. How yeah. do you how do you pray? How do you pray? I don't know. I can't remember. This is years ago, so I found out years ago, and because your mom had just finished, like she had just retired. Right, mm-hmm. that was around that time, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Okay, she's home now; she can be home, and you know, help us out and all that kind of stuff." I don't know. I think they just decided that this album so like and go to America. Spoiler. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't even know. That was a recurring conversation in the house. I don't know why. I don't know why. And even me, even me too. I was like, "But well, I'm even more rotten than this one." No, facts. So, <laughs> I was, I was shocked. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Um, I, I think, was I think it might just be like. A fear thing. I think 
it plays into a lot of things that are happening now, but that's that's other tea. <laughs> Okay. Um, um, which yeah. is also, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, um, they, I feel like they sprung that whole oh, I'm moving to America on us, too. bro. Do you not remember exactly where we were? When we we were just chilling, we were, of course, how can I forget? But it was like New changed, Year's Eve fish, it was New Year's Eve, we were on the floor. So, you guys, you know how you guys do um, church service, you go to church, also, also I'm missing, we stay in our houses, but we pray together, right? Yeah, exactly, we just finished praying, next thing. They just inserted it in the prayer, at the end of the prayer. And that, you know, as we begin our that? journey, I said, journey I said, to which where? journey? Where's happening? Where, where are you people? I said, where are you people going? <laughs> exactly, exactly. I said, where are you guys going? They said, oh, they, are, they are moving. They're thinking of moving. And I'm, I'm in year 11, right? Oh, I'm just about to start. I'm just about to start year 12. And the way year 12 is set up for us, like, you know, you're in school the whole summer. You're in school the whole year 12, to be honest, because you're writing where you're writing IG. So it made sense to them. I've been to I'm going to be home. doesn't matter. Malik was already there. So for me, like, I didn't really... I thought about it, and I was like, I mean, it doesn't really matter. I'm, I'm going to be in the U.S. anyways, right? Eventually, so... Mm-hmm. But yeah, they just came, decided they're doing it. What am I going to say? No. Go as we like. Um, did we have a conversation after that? Because I felt like as soon as we got up from that floor, me and you were just looking at each other like, is this, is this, this really... Is, <laughs> is this really happening right now? This is who we are now? Yeah. But for you, I was just like, but you guys, I'm still here. You guys go to leave our beef for a They did, They did, my G. And you know that was the year of Ebola. So they really left me in the trenches. Oh, my days. In the trenches I was. Yeah. Anyway, talk about Pre-Japa. Let's enter, let's enter the... The actual game. So again, again, just talk about how close, you know, my experience was to yours. When I first came to the US for school, you came with me. Yeah. But I did have like a gap year kind mm-hmm. of same because exactly because i came i came to the u.s january you came like december yeah yeah this, literally i think the last day in december i think yeah. it was the 31st i remember doing new year's in cali I, I was so upset with you Lagos. <laughs> anyway anyway so yeah i from january of 2013 I did start school until the fall of 2013. Mm-hmm. So maybe a, cu- a couple months, I was, you know, I was in foreign land. I was in uncle's uncle's house mm-hmm. for like Ex- maybe. Talk to me about that experience, actually. The experience oh of God. living in family's house, but it's not your house. You Bro, know. Talk to me about one that. Time, one time I ate um, Jasmine's chicken, chipotle yeah. in the fridge. Yeah. Oh um, there was fight. In that house, in that house, they don't play with Chipotle, I remember. Oh my days. There was this girl was crying. I said I just yeah. was feeling the fridge. I thought I, I thought I asked someone, oh, can I eat the extras of the leftovers? Oh my god. After that day, <laughs> I, I can't take inside the fridge. I'll just rather go to mm. I'll go to like a subway or a with Starbucks or whatever that was close to the house, I'll go and get food. Because yeah. if every, if everybody's not in the house eating together, me, I'm not eating. Yeah. So if I if I was home alone, I'm not eating until everybody's here. We are let's all see what we're eating together. Okay. You know? And again, That's tough. you know Yeah, yeah. And yeah. And I'm sure it's not intentional to make you feel uncomfortable. I don't think it's intentional. No, 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 it's just like no, 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 it's the reality yeah, of being just, in this space. Fam, there's nowhere like your own yard, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, my own yard, I was coming from leaving the house when I wanted, mm-hmm. coming back when I wanted. If I'm opening that gate, if I'm opening <laughs> the remote, the gate, yeah. at, you know, whatever time in the night, you know, 
I just knew I, last last my own mother I get to shout and yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. But you can't you can't do that to someone else's house. Yeah. Because I think yeah. that's where I was lucky. So I think and I think that was part of the reason why they moved early was they yeah. wanted me to have comfort in my mm-hmm. home. I think they might have learned from my experience. And I think also because I'm a girl, they wanted mm-hmm, me like, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> mm-hmm. in my own space. So when I when I moved after graduation, I also left pretty soon. And one of the things I'm like, man, I should have waited small. But at that point, I was also kind of just ready to like leave my mm-hmm. old life and start again. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah. I moved. Why are you going to reinvent yourself in the US? Was that was that a thing you were thinking about? It wasn't. It wasn't even a, so, okay. So there were so many things <laughs> that we were considering enrolling me in high school. Right? Remember? We I, I do remember. Enrolling me in high school. This guy said, "But Auntie, you have a diploma now. We can't put you back to school <laughs> if you've already collected diploma." That, <laughs> that's that's what literally what the school said. That's yeah, they literally said, said right? that. They literally like, said that. They're like she's a graduate. <laughs> yeah, why is she here? So of course, like that that destroyed and I left in May. So you left in December. I left in May, like right after grad or June, right after like graduating, right? So So did you come back to Lagos? I went straight to I went Lagos straight to I went straight. Okay. Yeah, okay. so so the so the plan that we had for my gap year, you know, be more first it was okay, I wanted to travel, something came up, then okay, we'll do high school, that one to scattered, meaning that I was full on idol for a year. And upon reflection, I was definitely depressed in that year because I was oh, in a boy. new space. And I think the difference was for you is you had, you had Jalil, you had J- Jamil, like you had like cousins around you, you had people around you. It was me and my mother and my father. Like, Jesus. and you know those ones, they're, they're guys, they don't, they don't oh, send for God. anybody else, right? So literally, I was just mm-hmm. on my G's. Um, and yeah, like that was hard. And then I started working at Home Goods. But even then, like all these kids went to school with each other. They all knew each other. I had an accent. Mm. It was a lot. Mm. Yeah. And, and I was just like, by me, I was ready to start school. I was like, all right, let's wrap this up. I need to go. Let's, let's get this show on the road. Yeah. And then a lot of my friends went to school in the UK. So I was now back mm. in the time zone. And those ones were in school. Mm. Do you understand? So yeah, mm. I felt very... It was weird. It was weird. But, you know, oh, we started school. We started school. All right. Yeah. Because so. here's the thing. I just think about it. If we were like, you know, because we just said that, you know, we didn't really click onto maybe like two years into your college experience. Because if we were guys then, like, it's not too unnatural way to have come to visit me in college mm-hmm. for like a weekend or, or like Yeah, we weren't like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so talk to me about, speaking of college, talk to me about that your first year. That at least first semester. Let's talk about first semester. You've you've packed your load. JJC, you're going to school. Not JJC. Shall going Generally. to school? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you know, full gasment, full <laughs> excitement, uh, bro. I was ready, man. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, some yo, this is America, bro. You know, like dog. I'm going. And be you're like, in you Philly. Know, you're in Philly, Philly also. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be like you know in a frat. I'm gonna be like a bro. You know, like wait, 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 wait. Sorry to recount, as in. Black Divine Nine Black Frats or like Pi Pi Omega Alpha Mega. Okay. Um, all right. All right. So you didn't you know, even choose anything close to you. All I'm, right. I'm, I'm talking I'm talking polos and sperries. You, know, <laughs> you, know, you know the vibes. So you know the vibes, the vineyard vines, have you? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. But first of all, like, school was not even on my mind. If it, the lack of focus. The the main purpose of why we're here, it was secondary to me. Yeah, yeah. I, was, um, I just couldn't wait to meet people. I actually had a little hiccup because I was in... Okay, because I had that gap year. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like kind of made friends with you know the upper class man. Like, you know, Who was your school. roommate? Oh, I did a lot of rotation. I feel my first year it was um, Roloro, a Mexican gentleman who are actually still friends now. Lives in Amsterdam. I'll probably see him later this year. Nice. Then I had a I had a Ghanaian roommate who mm. came later, which is now one of my best bros. Then who is this? I had um, Joshua. Oh, I don't I don't know Joshua. Okay. Best bro, yeah. best bro. <laughs> he's, one of, he's one of my verses. Um Then I had a Perry. Perry, I don't talk to too much, but he was from Pennsylvania. He was chill. You mm-hmm. know, we had fun. We had the same major, so I used to see him. Shot. But yeah, you know, I was going to reinvent myself a little bit. I wasn't going to go as far as like changing my name or <laughs> extra stuff. I had a but conversation like, with somebody about that. Like in college, people's names just change small. Bro. Like bro, I know you guy. I went to college. I have one. I have one that keeps me awake. This <laughs> man's name is Fedayo. I'm crying. His friends call him Theodore. Stop it! <laughs> but wait, but wait, but wait. That is a very that is a very common thing that people do. They change from yep. their like native names to mm-hmm. their English names when they mm-hmm. move to the West. Us. We don't have English names, right? Because I think English yeah. names come like they're usually biblical names, right? So yeah, we don't yeah, have yeah. we don't have those. You are lucky. Your name is Malik. Malik is not a very uncommon name in the US, right? It is not, which I learned yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah. Me, I came with Abi Misola. They told me, oh Abi, I said, oh. That's not what I said. I don't know about Abi. <laughs> that's that's not what I said, Stacey. Exactly. <laughs> so my name, so I, cause I, cause at first I was saying Abim, but like Abim, people went to Abi, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be Bim, even Bim till today. I get, oh, Ben, Ben, like, it is ridiculous. I order with my old roommate's name, Kim, because it's close enough to my name. But, like, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, you know, I was going to reinvent myself a little bit. I was, like, um, I wanted to be global. I didn't want to, like, you know, just hang out with um, Nigerians or Africans. I wanted to be, you know, international, just taking the whole school by storm, that kind of thing. But um, you realize very quickly that, yeah, this is actually not for me, bro. <laughs> I, actually, I actually don't like hanging out with you guys that much, you know. So I eventually just gravitated to my African friends and my Nigerian friends. And, you know, you will have you will have pockets of, you know, Caucasians mm-hmm. or people from other parts of the world that you actually click with and they yeah. will become your friends yeah. and to be organic and you yeah. actually like hanging out with them. So, yeah. you know. I had a very similar-ish experience. I My freshman hall, there were... There were three black girls in the entire hall. We all happened to literally live across the hall from each other, or like we shared a bathroom. So they the entire the hall, what? Yeah. Do you know I thought about that after the fact? No, I really they, did. They didn't do the they girl didn't do across from the hall from me was first gen Nigerian Yoruba Muslim, right? So she was like very fake. Remember Faye, right? That that's you. No, <laughs> yes, exactly. That's right? you. So, so Faye was like me. I was like, oh my god, this is crazy, right? But outside of that, like, my entire hall was white. And I remember at first, like, you know, I tried to do that. You know how freshmen are? We walk in packs. 20-something of us thinking that we will we will blend in. 20-something people walking at the same time. And outside a while, I realized, oh, man, I can't do this. This is not my lifestyle. Oh. <laughs> and so I found, like, the African Student Association. That's actually tip one for anybody that's considering Jaguar. ASA. Immediately. Find your ASA immediately. 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 You're not too cool for ASA, trust you are me. Not. Start you there. Are absolutely <laughs> not. 
Go and hang out with the man them. Don't be stressing yeah. yourself. They'll yeah. tell you all the textbooks you need. They'll finesse you through school. ASA. ASA is the reason why I stopped buying textbooks because somebody put me on. Yeah, mm. like, those are your people. And if you don't have an ASA, find your BSU. Find your black students. Um, association. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Yep. So Let I found those guys, and those are those are still my friends today. Which means that that was, and that was about the time where African being African was starting to become cool, right? Oh, but my oh, freshman man, year, yes, and we will, and it's probably come up in one of these episodes. But I remember my freshman year. You know, at first people ask you where are you from, and like everybody would say, oh, I'm from, you know, I'm from Maryland, I'm from DMV, da da da. And I say I'm from Houston. They start asking me things from Houston. I say, bros, let me change that. I'm so sorry. I'm from, I'm from my bad, Nigeria. My bad. <laughs> my I'm actually from mm-hmm. Nigeria, right? But mm-hmm. I think I, I avoided saying that because like people start asking, oh, did you fly in for this? And like, you know what I mean? Like it was just a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. But I remember there was this one guy who was also he was first gen Nigerian, right? And I think that that's something that I would like to explore at some point is. First generation Africans, um, they have that experience of actually being called African booty scratcher. They had that experience where being African was not cool. Like they would hide being African, right? So he would almost try to clown me for being Nigerian, right? And I would just look at him like, bros, this is the only reality I know. What do you want from me? Do you understand? Like I can't give you another version of myself. Like he would clown me for not, you know, knowing things about like varsity and junior varsity. I'm like, I don't even know what these words mean. Like, this is just so whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I remember the shift in like my sophomore year. Suddenly being African was cool. And all of a sudden he was like, oh yeah, you know, Niger no the carry. If anybody says that Niger no the carry likes to me again. <laughs> 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 if somebody yep. opens their mouth, yep, yep. it's to be again. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. They loved that one that year. Yeah. They loved it. And I think for me, that was my realization. My very first year was that one, not only do white people think that you're foreign and, you know, your Africanness is not necessarily a thing to, like, move towards, but, like, even first-gen Africans saw it as a thing to kind of... They almost wanted to distance themselves from me because then that would pull out them being African even more, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways... You know, when the... We are at the bottom of the yeah. pool and someone else comes in. It's sweet. You know, you, yeah, you understand? Yeah. But, um, okay, let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, blackness and Africanness and kind of, you know, tr- trying to fit in in college yeah. with, with, those, with those dynamics at play because I felt like, you know, you obviously you gravitate to your African friends, but you are also easily gravitating to African Americans pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we used to go to a lot of the parties that they used to Thrill. host, mm-hmm. you know. You knew about the black frats, you knew mm-hmm. who was in which frats, all that kind of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um did you feel like other while you were in those in those spaces? You know what? I actually didn't. And I think that's yeah. because I was when I was at a small school right so a lot of the black Mm. kids were african-american right or Mm. first generation africans right i think i was one of the few like african from africa right Mm. so because of that the black people i had around me were african-american right and when you're Mm. coming from nigeria and from africa where you have these like perceptions preconceived notions of like african-americans those quickly start to break down or fall apart because you're actually starting mm-hmm. to meet them. They're the only yep. friends you have. So you're actually starting to mm-hmm. get to know who they are outside of mm-hmm. what you've been told they are, right? 
So, and, and I think this is, I really lucked out and shout out to these women. I forever, like, I'm grateful for like having them in my life because they really taught me what it was to be black in America, right? And still yeah. allowed me space for my Africanness, right? So they were Ooh, like, you, you know, you can still be your African self, right? But the reality is now you're also black, and this is what it means mm-hmm. to be black mm-hmm. in the US, right? So mm-hmm. I remember, aha, man, nobody should cut this audio anyhow. If you're going to make mistake and carry this audio somewhere, carry the full thing, right? But there was a mm-hmm. period of time. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. But I remember like there was a period of time where I'll be like, I don't understand why like people are saying black lives matter, right? Like if you guys want Thank to be you. so equal, why are you, you know, raising the stakes and da da da? And I asked, hey! question, I asked this question publicly. No, well, hey! publicly, right? And and here's the thing, instead of <laughs> Malik God, you actually you should see his face, guys. But like instead of kind of uh, yes, and like, oh, these Africans think they're so better than. They actually said, no, this is why we do this. Because white people have wilded out for so long in this country, right? And we're just trying to emphasize the fact that, you know what, our lives actually, they're actually, you know, tangible things that quite matter, right? This doesn't mean nobody else's life matters. And if they're killing somebody else unjustly, there's positive brutality towards another minority or even another mm-hmm. white person, right? We will still make noise and stand up for them, right? It doesn't mean yeah, that those lives... Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly, but like, they gave me that. They were gentle with me, essentially. There you go. Yeah. And a year later, I felt like a different person. Like, I ended up hosting the Sankofa Gala. It was a celebration for the end of Black History Month, right? And yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I was even, like, honored that they even entrusted me to, like, do that. You know what do I mean? That. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I locked out yeah. in my experience with that. That's grace, you know. So, you know, they gave grace you, they doesn't come easy. They gave they me a lot of grace. Yeah, yeah. I think because yeah. I'm likable. I think I'm also like a likable person. Like I wasn't, yeah, yeah, I wasn't so, me. So likable. You're you know so now, likable. you know now, you My know friend. now. Yeah. Like I, essentially, I wasn't like rude about it. I, I don't think I came about it in a stuck up type of way. It was like a genuine. Yeah. I like, cannot understand I, I this don't thing. Understand yeah. You didn't have energy behind it. You know. Another tip too okay. for somebody else coming open minded because you have to learn a lot of things that you were taught before. But yeah, um, yeah, we we have bad preconceived notions, and I think it's, it's I mean it's because of what we see in media, right? Like um, the American media we consumed was primarily mm-hmm. given to us by white people, right? So whatever the content is, whatever we get. I agree, but do we also get that from our own parents? Do we get that from? Yes, and uh, I'm saying uh, I think it's because they were influenced also okay. by oh, the media then, that okay, they were consuming. Okay. Yeah, consuming. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, you know what? I wonder if that group because what did they know about living in America? You exactly. Know? Okay, that is true. That is true. That's fair. Um, yeah. But yeah, right. I felt like those things they quickly fall away because I remember being surprised that <laughs> oh that oh a black person in my class was like pursuing like a really hard degree and was actually smart and actually wow. um, on top of their shit and I was like. Mm-hmm. Why are you surprised? I remember seeing my first black middle class neighborhood and I was like, wow. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Nobody, I mean, like, it wasn't a concept that I could fathom. Because even in like Fresh Prince, they were like the one, you know, black people on the block, mm-hmm, like that type of thing. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Depending on where you also go to um, uni mm-hmm. or college, 
you know you can you can tell a little quicker you know mm. how racism is at play mm. you know on your campus or in your society and stuff like that so mm. we kind of talked about you know africans who black because you're not like a black now let's talk about the relationship being a black person with your white society like do you have a hard oh my god what is this you, know, you, you tell me, a, actually, because I didn't have a lot, but you tell me. Do you have one in mind that stuck out to you? A, a, nothing too hard, just mm-hmm. a ton of, you know, microaggressions. I think maybe I went through yeah. one day where I had, like, maybe too many uh, microaggressions at counters, and I was like, oh, my days, today I felt black. You know, yeah, what was it? Talk I, to me. What was that? I, I, again, you know, maybe just... Um, Maybe how a waiter's body language would change or someone's body language would change when you're in the elevator or like, um, you know, you realize that, oh, I'm yanning these guys. I'm yanning these guys in class who are cool, everything. They'll come and sit down beside me, take me, all that kind of stuff. But if it's time for rocks, I won't hear or mm-hmm. see from anybody. But oh, yeah. they just come and hang out with me, everything soft, you know. Yeah. Um, just those, those 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 kind of things. Really. I think the most the most obvious microaggression to me was I I used to play club basketball when I let's play basketball. <laughs> Anyways, I used to play club basketball, and I was the only black girl. In uni, you're playing you're yeah, playing club basketball. Girl. I played club. And you're the only black girl, really. I was the only black girl. I was the only black girl. But school is also very white. Well, school is also very white. A lot of, so a lot of the black girls who were playing basketball who are on the school team, the right? Actual team. Okay. So yeah, I was yeah. playing club basketball and. I was just like, you know, in the energy, in the, you can, like, energy is actually so real because you can feel it in the room when you're not wanted in that space, right? And I couldn't mm-hmm. understand why, like, you didn't have to recruit me on this team. You didn't need to mm-hmm. invite me to practice. You didn't do all these things. Why do you have me here and making me feel uncomfortable? Like, mm-hmm. I just, I hated it so much. And eventually I quit mm-hmm. after my first semester. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I don't like, I don't like how this makes me feel. Um, but my most blatant, interestingly, my most blatant like form of racism came from an African American. Oh boy! Yeah, who came at me for my Africanness, of course. Um, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll leave yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, but here, to kind of relate it to what you know with your club basketball, I also mm. play club soccer. Okay, but a lot of my teammates. Hey, best in athletes from... are big. Can we just say that best in that... athletes in the South? So best in athletes. Well, a lot of my teammates were not like from Pennsylvania. Or okay. Like, well, they were, they, they came from Mexico. They mm-hmm. came from Latin America. They mm-hmm. were French, you know. So you could, you could feel, you know, there is a... Yeah. I won't say, you know, a huge difference, but... I can tell when I'm hanging around the international crowd versus when yeah. I'm hanging around the white American yes, crowd. Yes, Cause, yes, yes. Because yeah, your teammates, my, me and my teammates were a little more relaxed. A little know, more these guys banter. Are still my yeah. friends, they're still my friends today. Because like you guys I, connect on that immigrantness, also, I think. Exactly, exactly. Yes. You you you, con- you connect on the immigrant level. You understand? Yeah. yeah, everyone is almost the same. You know, both as you. You know. They came here for uni. A lot of them even went back. Mm. <laughs> one of my one of my Indian guys, really good, from best player. I said, this guy came, did this four years. I said, I have not stayed here. <laughs> I don't want to be here, bro. I'm out. <laughs> I'm that is out. very fair. That is very fair. And that's also a perspective I'd love for us to explore in this at some point. The people who came, I said, you know what? 
this is not for me and just carry themselves back. I have one last one question for you. One last question for you. Uh, when did you stop converting to Naira? Hmm. <laughs> hmm, 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 hmm. When that exchange rate started moving, yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when exactly. it was extra reckless, <laughs> <laughs> for me, for me <sighs> if you want, to, if you want to, if you want peace of mind, just stay in dollar. Yeah. Just stay in dollar. Yeah. Because when you're about it's to take that test, and you're just like, oh my days, I forgot for this exam because exchange rate is, mm-hmm. oh my days. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we went we went to it a little bit there. Sheesh. So I I actually converted a little quicker than most people because of mm. I was studying like um architectural and oh, civil you engineering. Had to. Okay. So I say so a lot of my measurements were like feet, inches, you know, pounds, all that kind of stuff. So I had to let go of kilograms and meters pretty quickly. Mm. So based on that, my full system converted. Like I was thinking Fahrenheit as well too in chemistry mm. class, everything. So based on that, I was like, yeah. After freshman year, I was, I was pretty much all in parallel. Really, mm. I couldn't do yeah. like with with measurement and stuff. That I converted pretty quickly because like you didn't really have the option. <laughs> they take your weight in pounds. Mm-hmm. They take everything. Is that mm-hmm. Celsius to Fahrenheit? That really, those, oh my god, it is 63 today. It's so cool. I'm like, let me just quickly ask Siri what let that me, means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, but yeah, dare I say it? Dare I say it? I think Fahrenheit is a better scale for temperature, yeah, because it breaks down a lot. It, 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 yeah. you know, there's more, there's yeah. more information there. There's yeah. more information there because yeah. <laughs> 63 and 66 are not exactly the same, right? They're but not the same, that's like one or two. Do you understand? You, yeah. you told me nothing. You told me nothing. Yeah. 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 Fair. Fair, yeah. fair, fair, fair. Okay, for real, my actual last question. What is your advice to somebody who is trying to do this? What is one thing that you did that you recommend they do and what's thing that you've done and you said, please, don't try this thing. Learn from me. I think support system is, is key. First of all, yes. again, we are, we are very, very fortunate mm-hmm. that, you know, we did have we, almost, we had a path to, you know, immigration pretty set out, pretty yeah. easy with, you know, you being born here and, you know, me having my green card and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I, if you are coming and you don't have, like, family in the U.S. or you don't have friends like that, or maybe it's even your first time in the country, because they love people too sometimes, you know, when they come for uni. It's, it's actually their first time mm-hmm. being in the U.S. or in the U.K., you know. Mm-hmm. We already had some familiarity, some you know. Exactly. Yeah, we have some familiarity coming in here and there, but what you need the most is your support system. That ASA will be key, you know, mm-hmm. or or your BSU that will be key, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, or one friend in back home that has data that you can, you know, FaceTime once in a while, WhatsApp call. <laughs> Lol. Yeah, yeah, you know, just just try and try and meet people as you know as quickly as possible. And, so you don't you don't feel alone because America is actually the easiest place in the world to feel alone. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one thing I was jealous, I was, I was jealous of, of my UK friends. You know, they had each other. They could just train right. This one from Leicester. They've gone from Berms to Leicester or to Sheffield for the weekend. What Even Houston, Dallas. How you do? Like you're thinking about how you're going to make that thing possible because it's oh, not it's God. not it's not that straightforward. 
you could exactly you could have your guy in your state and before you guys see each other, you know, it's it's to be wow. it has to be like a whole planned out situation, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So what's one yeah. thing I need to learn from you? What's what thing you need to learn from me? What something that you think people should Because you can learn a lot from me, really. Okay, sorry. Best thing you Best should be listening wisdom. to me when I'm talking to you. Yeah, just be writing notes, Abby. Yeah. As you're right. born, you, should, you right. understand? It might be, no. If I have yeah. the rest of this podcast, you call me brother Malik. Okay, what was your lesson for them? No, 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 no. I don't have, I don't have any. I'm already giving them my words of I think mine is to be open-minded. I think mine is to be open-minded. Um... Yeah. You you can definitely come in and not forget where you came from, but also make space yeah. in your heart and your mind to unlearn some things and allow yourself to evolve. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Because you might look at how much you know unlearning we've done you know, since we came. Yeah, that is a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. you just have to you have to keep your mind open and you know keep taking in information. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. We was, did it, Joe. We did it. That was that was something. That was something. Thank you guys for sticking with us. You know, um, yeah. Jaffa Dari is coming to you with more episodes. Um, next week, we're going to be talking with a Nigerian. Mm, I cannot no. confirm our next week guest, but I can tell you that we will have one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we will have uh, one. Please follow us on the socials, jackpot.diaries. Um, and yeah, like, subscribe, all the other things. All right. Bye. Cheers, guys.